my friend. Welcome back to the Funny Thing About Parenting podcast. I am your host, TJ. I have no business hosting a podcast. I'm a middle child. I'm unorganized, <laughs> but I'm here with my very organized wife, Melissa. Oh, hi. That is a... Uh... A joke. Yeah. Because you're not organized <laughs> at all. <laughs> In my head, I am. Uh, t- hope you guys are doing well today. Uh, and Melissa and I are doing... We're doing well, aren't we? Uh, if if I could paint the picture for you, we are <laughs> we are in our studio, which is in the basement, mm-hmm. and it's freezing down here. Yeah, it is absolutely freezing. So, Melissa, what are you wearing? I am wearing a big fleece blanket, extra large extra fleece, large. just wrapped all around you, mm-hmm. and I am also wearing a blanket. Because you have a tank top on under there. I know it's summertime, <laughs> but I'm freezing. So I'm so the two of us. Just if you can picture uh, a husband and wife recording a podcast <laughs> after the kids go to bed in their basement, and it's freezing cold, so they're wearing blankets. That's us right now. Also, I think it's a fun fact to point out that um, we wear kid headphones. Yes, you have Teddy's headphones on, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the situation. Um, I'm also drinking a bubbly. By the way, do you like sparkling water? I'm asking the listener. Melissa's been a big sparkling water drinker mm-hmm. for a while. And I just started drinking coffee four or five years ago. Never had a coffee until then. Went. Uh, I had the Gateway Drug Coffee, which was a toffee nut latte, which yep. you had suggested. Yep. From Starbucks. So I had one of those a week. For and our lives changed. We several went on months. coffee dates. We would go, oh, it's so lovely. We'd go to on coffee dates. And then um, and then I, I had a friend who said, if you just drink black coffee for two weeks, you will in- start enjoying it. And then you get rid of all of your, the sugar and whatnot. So I'm a strict black coffee drinker. And I never thought I would drink coffee. I never thought I would drink sparkling water because <laughs> it's flavorless and gross. Like I'd rather have regular water. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in. Yeah, I'm fully in. It's I like the fizz. I like I can't the carbonation. Keep up with your consumption, like you drink like the whole pack that I got the so, other day. And here's the reason I bring that up. I know it's kind of pointless, but the reason I bring it up is because drinking sparkling water right before and during your recording a podcast is not a great combination. Mm. It all comes, it's it's the bubbly. I feel like bubbly in my throat right now. And I'm like, ooh, is that being recorded? (laughs) Likely it is. Excuse me. But you get what you get with us. Yes, you get what you get. um, That's the situation. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a good week. It's been a, it's been a week without our firstborn son. Uh, Yeah. We're two, three days in. I to, might start crying. <laughs> there's no there's no crying on the funny thing I about parenting. I miss him. He's at camp. He's at he's, camp. He's okay. He's at camp. He is at camp. Yeah, that's right. We didn't kick him out of the house. <laughs> Not, uh, <laughs> that'd be something else. I'd probably go with him and be like, hey, let's get out of here. You want to go yeah, find a hotel yeah, for a couple weeks? Yeah, you guys weeks? have talked about that before. Me and you. <laughs> let's yeah. g- uh, but anyway, he is at camp, and um, which was funny, like leading up to camp, he had his bags packed long before the day he was leaving. Mm-hmm. He had a suitcase, he had a backpack, he had all these things. He had them in his room. And then a day before camp, he transitioned all of his bags and his suitcase down to the entryway 
and stacked them by the front door <laughs> 24 hours at least before his departure. And I just looked at that. And I'm like, I can't relate. <laughs> you really can't. It, we could be going to Disney World tomorrow and I'd be packing after we record this podcast. Right, at like 1 a.m. I thrive on the enthusiasm of the rush of the last minute, <laughs> the pressure of the clock. Yeah. You're not any better. Right. No, I know. I'm not. Like, Tenley, our middle, goes to camp tomorrow, and she's only gone for a couple nights, but we're going straight to a cabin after, so, like, we need to pack for that, too. But, yeah, she's she's kind of thrown some things in the suitcase, but I don't fully trust that it's all there. So, tomorrow, right before she leaves for camp, I'll be checking that situation out. That's right. And another thing about this week is Winnie turned two. Oh, yeah. Winnie turned two. So our youngest youngest, like we have four kids. We've always said like Maisie's our youngest because Winnie's been the baby. Mm-hmm. And Maisie's number three. She's she um, she's been the youngest. So yeah. we've, we've got two youngest. Well, now Winnie being a two year old, like she's totally a toddler. Uh-huh. And. Maisie has moments of middle child and moments of youngest. She's just a little yep. bit of both, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Again, the reason we do this podcast is because we embrace these hysterical personalities yeah. that come with that come with each kid, and every kid's different, of course. But yeah, I think we're about to see a whole lot of what Winnie is all about this year. Yeah, she's starting to <laughs> form more sentences. She's starting to repeat back things that we say in her own little voice. What what's a sentence she's been saying? Hmm. Uh, Bama's house. She'll say, "I want to go to like." Basically, she's saying, "I want to go to Grandma's house." But she'll say, "I want uh, Bama how is what yeah. she'll say. Or phone. Or I want treat. <laughs> I want yeah. teat. I want teat. She's cone, perfect. Phone. Cone. She's learning from her sisters cone. <laughs> that if she perfects, if she perfects the. I want a treat or I want an ice cream cone, her parents are going to give in pretty quickly because it's too cute. Well, and the problem with the youngest is even if we say no, we turn our backs and she has convinced Tenley to get her a treat or Maisie. And they're like, we don't want to hear her scream. Like they or like, they're, she asked for it. She said, please. <laughs> so they're, they're helping, yeah, they're, which is great. She has a lot of people in her in her corner. Here, so here's what this week got me thinking about, and I gave you a little bit of prep time. I texted you these things earlier today, so you've had a little bit of time to think. Uh, but so our oldest, Teddy, who is at camp, is nine years old. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have one boy, three girls, and a couple of things like it's, it's his first time leaving the house. It's his first camp. It's his first time like going somewhere without us you know he'll Mm -hmm. go sleep at grandma's here and there actually quite a bit he'll be at grandma's house sleeping with his cousins those kind of things and he's Um, had i think two friend sleepovers for like the night and then he's back and we're talking like neighbors like three doors down like we say goodbye to him right before bedtime and so this is the first time that we like we drove two hours away we dropped our kid off and he's with like hundreds of other kids, a bunch mm-hmm. of camp counselors who I don't know, mm-hmm. a bunch of kids themselves. Right. I mean, it's a great staff and everything, but um, Sunday and then we pick them up Friday. So it's a, that's a 
almost a full week a that he's time. gone. So a couple of things with that. Number one, sad. Like he loves routines. He loves me. So like, how is he going to do? Yeah. You know, kind of got us, got me thinking like, you know, uh, is he going to get homesick? Will he be okay? Mm-hmm. Like those kind of natural, this is our firstborn. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the firstborn, like we are sending. It's funny because fast forward, when we send Winnie to camp when she's nine, we're going to be like, get out of here. Yeah, I, you're fine. Grab an Uber on the way up there. Let it, you know, we'll trust, <laughs> we'll trust you get there. No. Um, but then there's a lot of good with it, too. Like, you know that he's going to grow. He's going to meet new friends. He's going to. Uh, he's going to grow in independence and feel this freedom that he's he's never felt before. Mm-hmm. He's going to learn from other adults, hopefully. And I, I'm a believer, like anytime you can get away. And I think this is for a family, for an individual, if you like a team at work, anytime that you can get out of where you spend your day to day, that's when the kind of big things happen. Mm-hmm. Big learnings, big, like it's a kind of a perspective shift, right? So that's one thing that you hope for too. Like, okay, there, there can be some good that comes out of this. Here's where all this is leading me. And this is where I kind of just want to get us thinking for a second. And by the way, I was, it's so funny. I was telling you this earlier. This podcast is called the funny thing about parenting. I'm tipping once again towards like sentimental here. This is not, I'm getting away from like the jokes for a minute. (laughs) Uh, I guess that's just like a natural bent that I have when it comes to parenting, Mm but it got me thinking this. He's nine years old. So we are halfway through mm-hmm. uh, having him in our home if he leaves when he's 18, like if he goes to college or something. and Like nine more. He can live here as long as he wants. Nine more summers left with him. And more than half, if not all of those summers, will be like him, his time will be kind of dominated by like, friendships or activities like and sports and the older he gets the less time when i he's, think about it like that whoo yeah so that just got me thinking okay this is we're kind of at a halfway mark and just interestingly dropping him off at camp for his first week away from home mm-hmm. in a way foreshadows what's going to happen potentially when he's 18 yeah who knows what he's going to do when he's 18 but i'm just saying mm-hmm a lot of kids go off at that point and go to college mm-hmm. or move out, that kind of a thing. Like I said, if he wants to live here till he's 40, <laughs> great. I'd love to play catch with him every day of my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess that's just what it did for me was it led to a lot of questions. It, it, it for, Actually, I came up with four questions that it led me to ask myself mm-hmm. about the past nine years and then the same four questions for the next nine years. Um, so let me, before I before I go there, let me say this. If you have younger kids, maybe your oldest kid is like four years old or five years old. You, I totally know how you're, what you're thinking right now. Like, oh, you've got plenty of time. Like mm-hmm. nine is so far away. Well, like all the people who told us it goes quickly, it goes quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe for you, it's like, okay, you're, you're a quarter your way through. What do you want the next quarter to look like? You know, what do you want the next four or five years to look like? Uh, maybe your kids are teenagers. Your time is not up. You've got some great, great time still left with your kids in the home. So it's not too late. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and if your kids are gone and you've got grandkids or something, like what a great opportunity to invest in grandkids who at the end of the day you don't need to bathe if you don't want to. Their right. parents get to do that. Oh, that sounds nice. So here here are my questions. And we'll walk through them one by one. And listener, like I said, apply it to your own situation. Question number one, in his first nine years, have we taught him what we've wanted to teach him? <laughs> Which I was dropping off at camp and it's a Bible camp and he took my Bible because he's got like <laughs> this little like story Bible. My, it's my it's old your old one, kid. but it doesn't. But it's more like little kid, like picture. So it's like, have I legitimate, have I like walked him through like simple things that I could teach it? Like we go to church, he learns there, but I mean. Like, could I, what have I not taught him? That mm-hmm. would be like simple things like, hey, just so you know, like this, this is what, this is where this book came from and that kind of a thing. Uh, it's a series of books, actually. It's a series of letters, that kind of a thing. But what else? Like, what have we not taught him? I have not taught him a thing about, about like, you know, roughing it in the woods. Right. He and I have never been camping, yeah. which is ridiculous. You did just recently teach him how to mow the lawn. That's true. And he seems to enjoy enjoy it. I mean, he's only done it a couple times, but But it's like life skills. What have we taught him? <laughs> have we taught him what we wanted in his first 9 years? Probably not. I think we've I think there's a lot of that we have. Right. And there's probably a lot that we haven't, but just to to think about that and then projecting into the next well we'll get to that later the second question is this have we modeled for him what we've wanted to model probably not (laughs) well and i you know like the old saying is more is caught than taught right and i think there yeah that's that's a question i think all parents need to ask themselves like have are we modeling what we want to but Okay, in his first nine years, have mm-hmm. we modeled what we want to? And I think there could be there could be a lot of wins, and there could also be like, well, no, we've messed it up quite mm-hmm. a bit as well. It's mm-hmm. both, right? Right. But I think it's, yeah, I, I would hope that even the times we mess it up are, are teaching him that we are human and like, I think one of the biggest things I try to do with my kids, which is probably more often than I would like, but if I do mess up in a way where I'm yelling or I say something I didn't want to say or in a mean tone, whatever it might may be, I try to repair and not let that just be. Like I try to like come back and say, I had some big feelings and I am sorry. I got mean there. Like, and I, I am really sorry. So I think even in the times where maybe we didn't model the best behavior, hopefully we model repairing and Uh, going back and, and talking that through it's, I think it's modeling something Mm -hmm. that's really valuable for kids to, to, to see and to learn from our mistakes. Yeah, I hope so. All right. So question, uh, question number three, have we experienced what we've wanted to experience? in his first nine years. Hmm. This is an easy one for me. I'm a big experience guy. Mm -hmm. And by being an experience guy, I don't mean like we're going to national parks all the time and doing all these (laughs) huge excursions. But 
I mean, even just this week, I feel like I've taken the girls to the beach like two or three different times after work for like an hour mm-hmm. just because I like, maybe that's just a thing with me. Like I like doing things that's with how you my kids. You, are, you connect from doing a shared experience. and So have have you, have we experienced what we've wanted to do in his first nine years? Hmm. That's question number three. Um, I mean, all of these questions are so hard because my natural instinct is when you ask these questions, I get sentimental in the way that I like, I'm like, I wonder what I didn't do. But I think in every one of these questions, we can answer yes, absolutely. We've enjoyed our time with him. And maybe that's part of the benefit in asking ourselves these questions as parents, because it helps you remember the like those it helps you remember the small moments that you don't think about often. But have you experienced what you've wanted to in his first nine years? How many times have you just hung out with him? Mm-hmm. How many times have I played catch with him in the yard? How many times, you know? Right. We have all these pictures of great, you know. So, uh, if anything, maybe it just helps you kind of remember. Um, But then the last question is what, I'm sorry, how have we learned from him? In his first nine years, have we learned from him what we've wanted to learn from him? Mm. That's an interesting question, isn't Mm -hmm. it? I don't think a lot of parents ask that question or even think of it because we are the teachers we are the parents but i think the spin here is that we can all learn things from our kids absolutely and we can be curious about them and you know their perspective Mm -hmm. um even as they're still learning we can we can always learn from our Mm -hmm. kids in different little ways right which is kind of fun yeah, I think the biggest thing is like a kit that the kids have taught me and Teddy is like that they're little humans who like I have such little control. Like I am not my job is not meant to like program a robot. Like they are these little people who have their own thoughts and opinions and I think I taught Teddy a long time ago like cuz him and Tenley were maybe fight like yeah, well, I like that, or that that's the best. And I tell them like what it means to have an opinion. Well, that's your opinion. Someone can think differently. And then like that has come to bite me like a few times, like, well, that's your opinion, mom. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that in and of itself has reminded me and taught me that these are people and it's not my job to like program like things into them. Like it's, they're just teaching me what it's like to like, I don't know, let, let them go and like, yeah, it, it's a balance because you, you definitely want to pour into them and teach them spe- very specific things. You want to discipline them. You mm-hmm. want to help them learn like the boundaries of this wor- world, the way the world works mm-hmm. <laughs> with relationships and cause and effect. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, yeah, you don't need to program their minds in a in a perfectly specific way right again every kid is different right Mm -hmm. and we have values and we you know try to lay a foundation of like you know just basic human kindness generosity you know like the basic values that we want to again i think that comes from modeling right 
Yep. Um, so that's all that's all good good stuff. So those are the questions. Have we taught him what we've wanted to? Have we modeled for him what we've wanted? And this is him or or her, by the way, but for us it's our firstborn mm-hmm. son. Have we experienced what we've wanted with him? And have we learned from him what we've wanted? Now, let me just twist it for a second as we project into his next nine years. And if you're in a similar spot where you have any, it doesn't matter if it's your firstborn, your middle, your youngest, your only, any, any kid that's kind of near that halfway mark, let's look forward. Mm-hmm. In their next nine years, let me ask the same exact questions one more time, but looking forward, what do we want to teach them? So if he put it another way, they leave for college at 18. What will we regret not teaching them in these, in the second half? Mm -hmm. That's question number one. Question number two is what do we want to model for them? as they enter their preteen teenager years mm-hmm. you know what 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 do we hope sticks with them from what they see out of their parents question number 3 what do we want to experience with them and we can plan those things right mm-hmm. and by the way t- i think teenagers are awesome i actually really i think they get a bad rap i think middle schoolers do too sometimes I think teenagers are great. Uh, yeah, I'm, they're just I'm a little missed. For... And I'm not even talking about our. We don't have teenagers, right? Yet, but I just think in general, teenagers are a little. They can be misunderstood sometimes mm-hmm. by adults. Yep. Um. But anyway, uh, so I I don't believe in like well wait till they're actually I do to some extent. People say wait till they're teenagers. <laughs> I totally get it. Yep. Right. I know. I'm like I I will. I get it. I get it. Um, but at the same time, I don't think it, it has to be like your teenager will not want to hang out with you ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's true. Like I could see that, but I could also see a future where, no, I see, I would love, I would love it if, if, uh, my teenager will still mm-hmm. want to hang at times, you know, and do certain things. Right. I mean, I think part of the problem is parents probably take things too personally which i i do even when they're little <laughs> i take things personally how dare but you not eat that i think that nugget. puts up walls i mean especially in the teenage years but when it's their job to like push buttons and figure out like how to i don't know that's like their number one job is to push our buttons because that's how they learn and grow and like figure out these the world and then question four is what can we learn from them in the second half, the next nine years? What what can we learn from them? How can we be intentional? So there you go. That was a little bit more. I don't know if that was prescriptive or if that, I just thought those were four questions that uh, got me thinking, mm-hmm. which I think is an okay thing. Middle child, you know, I'm a middle child. I don't, I don't want to think too, I don't want to overthink. <laughs> I don't want to overthink. And we don't want to have, you know, like one, ant- there's no like, one right answer to any of those questions it's just like good to think about yeah and maybe one sticks out it's like oh you know what i've kind of been low in the teaching category Mm -hmm. even if maybe it's like basic things you know uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna pay attention to teaching or i i want to be better better at modeling Mm -hmm. the type of person that i hope my kid grows up to be um or you know i've yeah i feel like i've been busy 
and I haven't been as intentional, like planning experiences or just being present in the moment and hanging out like, yeah, you know, after dinner, I, it's been a while since I've wrestled the kids on the floor kind of a thing. Like, let's, let's make sure you do that tomorrow. Like do it tomorrow. You know right. what I mean? Like start, start enjoying, enjoying your kids. So that's, I think one thing I, th- I think about sometimes is that I, um, want to figure out how to have all the right answers and so like I'm a pro- we want to be problem solvers with our kids we want to solve this conflict solve that do that um but I think it's very important to remember that how we think about our kids will greatly influence not only how they see themselves but how we see them and how we how we treat them so if we're constantly thinking like how to pro- problem solve we may end up thinking like they're a problem to solve and we forget to enjoy. I wish I had an applause button. <laughs> I don't. So you get the real thing right there. Uh, well, I thought that I think that was great. That was great to talk through. Oh, I feel better now. I'm still freezing. I'm it's actually cold. getting kind of hot. Like <laughs> you've got that fleece blanket. <laughs> I can't, I can't deal with it. it it's like a, it's oven. on my long hair right now. I'm like, whew. Getting a little sweaty. Uh, we're going to end the question with this. I'm sorry. We're going to end the episode with this question. Where do you keep the air conditioning level at in your house? <laughs> Hot topic. <laughs> what are we at right now? Are we at like 72? I think we're at 72. Sounds right. But I would say the main floor is probably 72. The basement is probably, we're in the 60s mm-hmm. for sure down oh, here. Yeah. Upstairs in our bedrooms, it's like, mid to high 70s probably it's the discrepancy is yes brutal there's not a flow (laughs) but it's funny because there are people in our neighborhood who are like i don't like the air conditioning i like it hot like it's gonna have to be 80 degrees before we flip that on like you're crazy yep where others are like we're actually at 69 (laughs) (laughs) low tolerance for humidity in minnesota thanks again for listening to the funny thing about parenting podcast really do enjoy hanging out with you every week and if you are enjoying this podcast just take a second on apple podcast to go tap the five stars and uh and or leave a comment or review that helps the podcast get in front of other incredible parents just like yourself so thanks for thinking about doing that and with that i hope you have a great week we'll see you next time on the funny thing about parenting bye